five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. Today is Tuesday, July 26th, and this is the Flyover Conservative Show. We always say, wake up, speak up, and show up. Well, tonight we have a perfect example of a hometown hero named Preston Smith that's doing just that. Karl Marx was born in Germany in 1818. But in America, the same year, a future millionaire and an advisor to five presidents was born a slave in Maryland. Do you know his name? He was 37-2 and two with 34 knockouts as a heavyweight wow. boxer. But tonight, the people's champ, David Nino Rodriguez, is here to knock you out. All of this and more on the Flyover Conservative Show! Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello and welcome. We are so glad that you're with us tonight. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over this last year and a half, what we really need is we need 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And tonight's show is packed with people doing just that. It's 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 from top to bottom. It's, it's going to be it's going to be folks that were on a path doing something yep. and just saw something at the corner of their eye that they could not walk away from. And it's like, oh, and it, you know, we've, we've said the show many times, the things that anger you you're equipped yep. to solve. You're things equipped to fix. Things that catch your eye. The things that catch your eye. Because, yep. you know, not everybody's, their eyes caught by the same thing. Have you ever been sharing something at the dinner table with friends or you're out and nobody really cares? You're like, don't you understand? Don't this, you understand? That how messed up this is? That we used to play in that park when I was a kid. Now it's full of drug dealers and it's a mess and it's growing up with grass and kids can't even go in there. And they're like, I mean, yeah, it's a problem. but And it, and it grinds on mm-hmm. you that it's not safe, you know, and so... You're uniquely equipped to fix those things. And you're right. going to hear from a, a, a group of folks tonight that that saw things and leaned into them and are, are a part of fixing them. And that's really exciting. That's exactly right. Let's put up Plato real fast because I think this is a really great It's a, it's a theme quote. for our it's season. It's so true. The price good men pay for indifference to public affairs is to be ruled by evil men. Ooh. Man, is that true? We are seeing that today. You know, we took a real pride in being the silent majority. We cannot be the silent majority. That's why today we are calling good evil and evil good. It's so important. Read that one more time. The price that good men pay for indifference to public affairs is to be ruled by evil men. You have to be present. Light has to be present to push back darkness. In its absence, darkness thrives. But when light shows up, darkness it's not even a struggle. It has to go away. But you got to show up. And that's what tonight's guests are doing. That is exactly right. When I talk about a hometown hero tonight that is waking up, speaking up, and showing up, check this out. I've been a fighter for Jackson County taxpayers for 14 years while serving on the Board of Equalization. And I'm ready to tackle another challenge, fixing Jackson County government. I want to make property tax assessments fair, accurate, and without discrimination. As county executive, I will make sure government overreach never happens again in Jackson County. Our website is beatfrankwhite.com. I'm Preston Smith, and I approve this message. You know, we've all learned a lot about civics over the last couple of years. I think COVID, if there's a lasting impression, people learned, oh, my governor makes a big deal. That is so true. My mayor makes a big difference. Yep. The, the city council in Minneapolis, those guys all learned that makes they learned that a, message, a big difference. Sure. The whole message is not all Trump and Biden and nope. what happens there. Sometimes the things closest to you can have the biggest impact. 
And uh, today we have somebody, I think, when the when the founding fathers thought of representative government, this is the kind mm-hmm. of guy that they had in mind. I'll give you an example. We live in Kansas City. He's done the equivalent of going door to door, meeting people, sharing his message on a one-on-one basis, doing the hard work, the equivalent of walking all the way across the other side of our state to St. Louis, walking back and then returning halfway to Columbia. That's how many miles he's walked door to door doing the work to get your vote. Today, we're going to hear directly from uh, Kansas City's next county executive, Preston Smith. Yay! Welcome, Preston. Well, thank you very much, David and Stacey. Thank you so much. Uh, we are so honored to have you on the show today. The first time we met you was actually at Ray's Cafe. You were helping to fight a single mom that they were coming fight against. Fight for her. a single mom. That's what I meant. Fight for a single <laughs> mom that they were coming against her for mass mandates for her restaurant. And you were there to support her and helped her all through that. We were so honored to be able to meet you there. We were like, who is this guy? He's like, he's like the knight in shining armor here. And then we've gotten to know you since then. Well, that was a challenge there. We, we're still fighting for her every single day. And uh, I believe one of the roles of government is to write injustices. And uh, to write the injustice that they've done, the county government has done to close actually her business down. Yep. That's one of the reasons I wanted to run and try to fix things. To try to make sure that our injustices that we see every day are fixed. That's huge. Now, count, uh, county executive, that's not something that you typically hear much about. What does a county executive do? Well, they are, are some places around the country. They have the, the title of the county executive. In our county, that actually oversee the budget for about seven hundred thousand people. It involves uh, running the whole county government, and uh, it's a it's a strange title. But there are a few places in the country that have that title. Again, we're all we're all learning a lot about civics right now, and. Yeah, I think it's uh, Will Rogers made this expression about politicians and politics in general. He said it's you know politicians are kind of like kind of like hot dogs. You can enjoy them if you don't really see how they're how they're made. I think uh, the real truth is when you kind of dig into this, you find why is this a problem here? Why is a single mom getting shut down trying to run her business mm-hmm. and like a mile down the road there is no mask mandate? Like, there's no logical reason to it. And then you see kind of behind the curtain, you're like, oh, these are sometimes people that are in a position without the best interest of the voters yep. necessarily. And people don't even know that these guys exist and they have their hands on so many levers that of, of power that control us, our taxes, our mm-hmm. businesses, all these things. Let's talk specifically about taxes because that's your background. And that's the thing that I think in Jackson County that people scream about the most mm-hmm. because it's crazy. You, you spend the most and you get the least. Well, in 2019 in Jackson County, Missouri, we paid an assessment that was twenty, was seventy percent higher than any other place in the state of Missouri. We our taxes went up high; they went up erratically, and people had enough. They had over twenty-one thousand people who appealed their taxes. Wow. Well, the thing is uh, that uh, we are one of the few places in the country where our assessor is not elected. We have an appointed assessor, uh, appointed by the county executive. So there's no accountability. Mm-hmm. And we also are unusual in the fact that in our county government, we've had the very same party in control for well over 100 years. It's time for a change. We've had the same people with no checks and balances running the county government. And uh, uh, I decided six or eight months ago that it's time for somebody to step forward and try to fix this. And that's, that's what I've been trying to do ever since. Man, so you have the website beatfrankwhite.com. Why do you have that website? Why well, Frank beat Frank White, White? Frank White is a famous baseball player in Kansas City. He, he's uh, 
He was famous for 40 years in the in the World Series Hall, Hall of Fame. So here it is. He's famous. So I thought, thought well, just go ahead and let's take his, his name and let's play off his 100% name identification to try to, to run the campaign against him. So that's, that's why I came up with the website. That's, that's why we run the kind of campaign that we have. He's become famous in Kansas City more so for uh, doing a bad job at this position than he was for doing a good job as a baseball player. It's 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 synonymous. When you bring that up, if you because people more people know Frank White and his role than they do the title county executive. But when you see things like the seats at Arrowhead Stadium and the way things are handled and in the auctioning off of a remodel, there is so many things that he has his thumb on, and they all end up lacking this is true i mean it's hard to point to one single thing he's done correctly in the last six years in office uh but uh we we have a chance to make a change next week in in our county a chance that we can try to to reverse things and and put a a fresh face forward and that's what i'm trying to do the map that you showed there with the little red dots that is uh it shows where the last assessment was done where people got exactly a 14.9% increase. But there's a wide area in our county where they didn't get it. And those folks got uh, really uh, an increase that's far, far greater than that. And the, the reason they didn't go higher than 14.9 is because at 15% in our county, you have to have a physical inspection of the property before the assessor can go up higher than that. And so they went as close as they could without uh, having to inspect your properties. That is unbelievable. How many people did that one affect? Do you know? Well, as well over uh, 80,000 people that uh, were all singled out to have an increase far, far greater than that. We, I actually worked mm-hmm. on four different lawsuits with the, uh, on behalf of the people uh, in, in 2019. We went to all the courts as far as we could. We couldn't get any relief because just like our county government run by the same people, the, the courts are run by the same people. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get justice in, uh, in a one-party system. Man, you are a fighter. You're just somebody that you see injustice and you go after it. And I think yeah. that the, we really need more people like that in the government, people like that that are, are have our best interest at heart. How are you doing in this process? I mean, 700 and some odd uh, steps that you've taken or miles. What, what is it? Miles. Miles. St- miles. Big, miles. There's a big difference. Step in a mile. There's a big difference. 700 and some miles. That's somebody that's determined to make a difference. Why did you decide to do this? Well, I knew that it would be a big challenge to, to make that kind of change. I knew I had to work very, very hard, and the, so that's the effort that it takes. Uh, I've worked on 90 campaigns. I understand how politics works, and I, I knew from the get-go that to, to, to change a one-party system, you have to be very determined. You have to work incredibly hard, and that's what a group of volunteers and I have done from the start. We not only we've uh, we've contacted well over. I've, I've talked to 7,000 voters uh, at the doors. We've got another four or 5,000 we've talked to in just the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've sent out we've, on the doors over 17,000 flyers in only three weeks. Uh, there are very few campaigns in the country that have that kind of uh, grassroots support yeah. and effort. So, no, we have worked hard. We're, before this is over, we're going to make close to 10,000 phone calls this week. That is amazing. Doing the hard work. You know, every city that I can think of that's, that has democratic leadership for a long time, it's not a good place to go. It's unsafe. It's, it's, it's not, uh, it's not fair for the people that live there to, to live in these conditions. The schools being the condition there, I don't care if you're talking Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago, you can kind of go down the list. The Mm -hmm. longer there's been 
Democrat troll. You know, we have that here in Kansas City. We've got Emmanuel Cleaver with the Amen A Woman, you know, uh, kind of put the, this area on the map. Um, it's become more of a joke or a meme, you know, than anything else. Quentin Lucas, our mayor, a lot of, of, of problems there tied into, you know, every other kind of questionable mayor all the mm-hmm. way to the Obama administration. And then, and then, you know, down to, to Frank white here. So um, is it possible? I guess my question in the midst of all that is, is it possible to throw off that cloud, that power that's been there for so long? You say a hundred years a of democratic time. control of this County. Is it possible to throw that off and the deep roots they got woven around every little mechanism and election well, I, I get that question a lot. They're like, how can you possibly reverse this? The truth is, the, the the man I'm running against, Frank White, has not had a Republican challenger for the last two elections. He had a Green Party person who pulled 25% of the vote. If you put a Republican in there that pulls at least 40% of the vote, that means I only had to pull 10 more points. That's doable, especially in an election year that we're expecting such a, a big red wave in November. So if people get out and vote, if they do as they're as they should to get out and to support change. Uh, yeah, this is totally possible. Uh, first time in a century to, to make this change. So I tell people we can't do it without you. We have to have your help. So you've got to do what, to, what you can to, to believe that uh, we, we can make this possible. It, you know, it's, it, it is impossible unless somebody gets out and tries. Man, that's true. No, we need more reluctant leaders. You know, uh, Al Gore made the rounds this last weekend. I was hearing the numbers when he left the white house, I think, as vice president, he had around one or two million dollars, uh, you know, of net worth, and now it's in the hundreds of millions. I heard like three hundred million. Of, of, I believe of, of like it's, it's a it's a pretty sweet gig, and a lot of people are drawn to politics for a lot of different reasons. What we need are more reluctant leaders that are like, oh, okay, I'm going to take one for the yep. team, but I'm going to go do this. That's what the the founding fathers had in mind. Is like, all right. I lost rock, paper, scissors between Mm you. I'll go serve. When I come back, though, you're going to go next time or someone else's. It wasn't meant to be a way to fatten up your pockets and to get rich. It was designed as a sacrificial, I'm going to go serve. You've already been doing that beforehand. I know you'd be willing to do it once elected. Yes. When I fought on the taxes uh, in Jackson County, I lost close to $100,000 in business from my company. Uh, I work with public school districts. They resented some of that, and they refused to support me. I've, since I've declared for office, I probably have lost another hundred thousand in business. Uh, this, even with that, it, uh, to take this job, if I do win the job, then uh, I'll be actually taking a cut in pay. Even then, <laughs> so um, no, I, I, this was something that we had to pray about. But my wife and I reached the choice that uh, we either try to fix this county, or we're going to have to move out of it because that's our only choice. So that's why that's why I ran. It wasn't to, to get rich. It wasn't to for ego or esteem or anything like that. It was to try to, to to clean up some problems that have been around for a long time. And that's that's the whole truth. That is huge. Again, you can go to beatfrankwhite.com, beatfrankwhite.com. You can donate there, but August the second, that is a big day. You have to get out and vote. And Preston, there is no doubt about it. Flyover is behind you. We are voting for Preston Smith and encouraging as many people as we know to do the same thing. Thank you so much. You guys have just been supporters from the get-go, and I appreciate you so much. 
Flyover family, share this message with 10 people you can think of in Jackson County today. I don't care where you are. Think of somebody you know that's in, in Kansas City, Missouri. Get this message mm-hmm. to them. Help them spread it. That's the way a David can take down a Goliath, and we see that happening on August 2nd. Preston, thanks for stopping by. Hello, my name is Stacy, And I'm David. We're the hosts of the Flyover Conservative Show. If you're new to the show, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. But we here at Flyover are trying to inspire 80 million people to do one thing every single day to save their own country. And we're really excited to tell you about an incredible opportunity for you, the Flyover family. We at Flyover Conservatives value truth and want to be able to speak the truth without consideration of what platform we're on at the moment. That is why we are joining Locals. Locals is an uncensored platform with zero influence coming in from sponsors, meaning there's no big brother watching over your shoulders, waiting on you to commit some sort of a thought crime. So you may be asking, what will we be doing differently? On Locals, you'll be able to do all the same stuff. You'll enjoy our nightly show, Mm -hmm. but instead of having to wait until the weekend drop of the anticipated long-form interviews with special guests, you'll be given early access. No more waiting all week. (laughs) You will actually be the first to enjoy Dave and I are also doing local-only live streams, behind the scenes, and question and answers. So find us today on Locals and join the Flyover family. We're looking forward to seeing you and building a community together. We'll see you over at Locals. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we have a special guest. I want to make sure I get this exactly right because we're dealing on on, on, on another level here, uh, on having a, a great conversation uh, he's the author, speaker, and the creator of the Frederick Douglass Republicans Engagement Strategy. He's the nation's number one diversity engagement expert. We're going to talk a little bit about content of character series, K. Carl Smith. Yeah. Yay. So good me. to have you. This is uh, it's a pleasure. It's a little bit of a, of a mouthful, but I think it carries a lot of weight just right in the, in the get-go. We're so thankful to have you. Uh, in, inject some new words, some new language. I wish we recorded our pre-show conversation because I was already learning before this show even started. So uh, you've wrestled with some of the biggest topics that are kind of plaguing our country. There's, there's a, there's a, a, I would say a political party, but a segment, however you want to call it, almost a, a, a religious vibe of creating division between people over everything. Uh, whether it's it's rich, poor, male, female, and then every kind of you know gender on the spectrum based on race, based on income, based on there's this division everywhere you can find it. And I think you kind of cut to the heart of the matter on a lot of those issues better than about anybody I've talked to about it. Well, thank you so much. And you're exactly right. I mean, I feel like I've won the lottery out of 350 million people approximately in the United States. God uh, has given me this message of uh, how to save this nation by leveraging the liberty message of Frederick Douglass and also combining that with the diversity outreach strategy of the Apostle Paul. When you put those two together, you have something that's totally unstoppable that the left has no answer for. And once we're able to get this Frederick Douglass Republican engagement strategy, strategy on a national level and empower conservatives how to leverage it, we can send a we can send the left packing and send it back to France. Well, our, our slogan here in this show, it's on every piece of literature we got. It says, wake up, speak up and show up. You know, our, our whole 
goal, you know, is getting more people doing something. It's disempowering to look out your window and see something far away you can't control. When there's things right in your own backyard, the pothole in your street is probably something you can control. The school down the street, you know, we have more control over the things locally. And then even say beyond that within our own home, you know, and even say maybe more within that, even within my own self. So if I can't, if, if if I can't, if I can't control the world, I can control my world, what I think, what I do, you know, and then maybe impact on my family, take responsibility for the things that are around me. Um, what's what's your call to action with this message? How can people embrace this, these words, this message, and put it to work? Actually, you know, take it off the shelf and being, okay, okay, Carl, that's great. That, that, that's wisdom. Now, how do I take it and implement it on, on, on Tuesday morning when I go to work? The, the, the thing I like for them to take away is this, that Finally, there's an answer on how to trump the race car pun intended. This, all this time, this race baiting has been used to silence the conservative voice. Now there's an answer and where you can learn how to engage not just people of different colors, but engage your own family members who've gone off now, got that socialist indoctrination. They're coming back now to your Thanksgiving table calling you a racist. It's to empower you how to engage them as well. So all I can say, David, is this. I can give you the strategy on how to do it, but I can't give you the will to do it. Mm. So you got to have the will because the strategy is here. And I thank God for allowing me to do something great for him to save our nation and, uh, and, and bring political healing to our country and also political healing to many families. The answer is the Frederick Douglass Republican engagement strategy. I love it. I love it. And you're out doing the work. You're out speaking. You're out training the choirs, getting them on tune, getting them on key, uh, every, everywhere. I'm getting them on key. Uh, I know that I can't be everywhere doing this. So uh, I just launched an online course where we break this whole concept down and we role play and teach by teaching, really starting off. Why is the word Republican? Why does it, why does it have such a racist connotation mm-hmm. uh, from a historical perspective? Then get into, okay, why is Frederick Douglass the answer? Frederick Douglass is the answer because, number one, he is the ideal embodiment of conservative values. He wrote about these things. Number two is that no matter which victim category that the left try to put people in, no American today can out-victimize Frederick Douglass. Right. This man was a, he was a slave for 20 years. But here, here's a quick class on Frederick Give me about 20 seconds. It's this. He was a slave for the first first 20 years of his life, never owned a pair of shoes till he was eight, never slept to bed till he was age 10. He was homeschooled, self-taught, David. Frederick Douglass started his own homeschooling program to learn how to read and write. Because remember, now it was against the law <laughs> to teach blacks how to read and write. Kind of fast forward a little bit. At the age of 20, he escaped from slavery. Frederick Douglass on a second attempt. Frederick Douglass was zero days of formal schooling. He wrote three autobiographies and a novel. I make that point because based on my reading of history, 90% of blacks at that time could not read or write. That brother wrote four books. Man. Frederick Douglass was, a, he was an advisor to five Republican presidents. Let me go through them right quickly. Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant, James Garfield, Rutherford Hayes, and Benjamin Harrison. Now, here's, this is going to blow your mind. Frederick Douglass died in 1895 at the age of 77. He died of a massive heart attack. At the time of his death, Frederick Douglass, a man who was a slave for 20 years, 
never had any form of schooling. He had $300,000 in savings. In today's money, that's over $20 million. Wow. So that's the life of Douglas. But the writings of Douglas, his, the massive, the, this literary legacy, that's what we got to use to uh, make, bring Douglas' uh, liberty message into our liberty message when we engage people. We got to leverage Douglas. Man, well, you're exactly right. Because what what a story! Like, why aren't there why aren't there like five great movies, you know, about him? You know, starring because, the best characters. That why, why is that celebrated? Why be on the cover of every magazine? If, if you had to tell the truth about Frederick Douglass, about his views, what he wrote about, his views are the total opposite of the socialists running Hollywood. For example, Frederick Douglass was a self-proclaimed Republican. Okay. They're not going to put that out there. Right. They don't want they don't want the nation, they don't want the black community to hear this. They don't want to hear what Frederick Douglass said about the importance of free speech. Douglas, let me give you an example. Douglas in Boston. And he gave a speech entitled A Plea for Free Speech in Boston. Douglas said in that speech, and I quote, Tyrants cannot tolerate free speech because they know the power of it. Mm. That's what we're dealing with today. The left. Marxist liberal Democrats, they're tyrants. Why? Because they cannot tolerate free speech. Well, and that's and that's exactly why uh, they want to control it so much. You know, now yes. I I don't yeah. think uh, yes. there's a tyrant throughout history that would have dreamed of being able to have a hold of the levers of technology that could control speech the way that they do today. That's right. You know, uh, before we you know we're on sixty platforms. We've we've been deleted from YouTube. I can't tell how many times. You know, half a dozen, hundred thousand subscribers at a time, um, because maybe tyrants, tyrants, they're tyrants. Because you question something, yeah, it, it 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 could be able to control it. I mean, Stalin would have loved it. Mao would have loved it. Be able to to be able to 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 have you know just to turn the dials, turn the knobs a little bit. They can turn down this voice, amplify this voice. Because the problem is, you have a, a LeBron James would have more more voice today than a Ben Carson or. You know, yeah, what yeah. what are we celebrating? We had a couple of gals, you know, Megan Rapinoe getting a medal medal from the president the other day. And it's like, what what yeah. are we celebrating? Celebr- we're celebrating that she's brave because she hates her country. You know, it, it, it's it's you know crazy what? what we're celebrating and what we're not. Here's why Doug is so important. The other side, they embrace Karl Marx and Marxism. The most effective liberty message to defeat Marxism is Frederick Douglassism. And let me quickly contrast the, these two, the lives of these, these two gentlemen. Both of these gentlemen, Karl Marx and Frederick Douglass, both of these gentlemen were born in 1818. The same Karl year? Karl Marx was born in the same year. Wow. Karl Marx was born in Germany. Karl Marx never had a real job in his life. Karl Marx is a poster child for white privilege. His daddy was a lawyer. Karl Marx married into money. And Engels helped take care of uh, uh, Karl Marx for a while. And then Karl Marx became a theorist, a theorist now about oppression. On the <laughs> other hand, Frederick Douglass was born in Maryland. He was born into slavery. He was a slave for 20 years. Douglass, didn't, he was not a theorist about oppression. Douglass had real life experiences about oppression. <laughs> you follow me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Douglass had a newsletter called the, the North Star. Guess who was a subscriber to Douglas's newsletter all the way from Europe? Karl Marx. Really? And Karl, 
Paul Marsh cherry picked Douglas philosophy on about humanity. Man, that is so the left. So the left has called Marx. We got to get Douglas on our team. We got to give Douglas the ball. You don't have to run any special plays. Give him the ball and get it out of the way because Karl Marx cannot stand toe-to-toe with the liberty message of a slave for the Douglas. Can't do it. We got to leverage it. Man, and, and you see that a lot of times, the people with the best theories and, and expertise on oppression, on some of these issues, are the, the Bernie Sanders, the people that have never had to get up and do. You know, they're, that's they're right. li- that's why, lifelong. That's right. Lifelong sitters. That's why when you, when you share Douglas's liberty message with people, it resonates. It cuts across all the, the, the victimization that the left tried to build up. It. I've engaged members of Black Lives Matter, okay? Okay. One-on-one. And they've been mistaught. They've been indoctrinated this whole uh, Marxist thing. And when I share with them some of the things Frederick Douglass said about the Constitution, which is the opposite of what they've been told, they said we didn't know that, and they left the way. I mean, it broke their brain. It then <laughs> left the way not not only enlightened but encouraged, and some of them now become Frederick Douglass Republicans because they never heard the liberty message coming wow. from the writings of Frederick. They never heard it. That's why, as conservatives, it behooves us to incorporate Douglass' liberty message into our own when we engage people. Quote what Douglas had to say about the Constitution, free speech, personal responsibility. Once you do that, race comes off the table, and now you find common ground with people. And when you leverage Frederick Douglass, and the reason why race comes off the table, when a white conservative can can say, I hold Frederick Douglass in high esteem, and I agree with his life and foreign values, and you got that content to follow, a racist won't say that. So when you say that, people are thinking, oh, He's quoting Frederick Douglass. He's a Frederick Douglass Republican. Oh, he must have his Saul to Paul conversion. He's been transformed. You follow me? Mm-hmm. That's when you see his control of the narrative and you change the minds and hearts of people to embrace and inspire, inspire them for a passion for liberty by based on the, the writings of Douglass and the outreach strategy of Paul Paul. In closing, can you just capture, we got ccdfusa.com at the bottom. It's another project that you're on. I don't know what you do with your spare time if you ever found any, but you can't have a whole lot. I know you're on the road right now sitting outside of a, of a hotel even doing this interview, and you got to go get on a plane. So yeah. you're, 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 you're moving and shaking, but ccdfusa.com, another project you got. Yes, uh, that acronym stands for Concerned Citizens Defending Freedom. I'm on the national board for CCDF. Uh, I joined them. And I was happy to be asked to do that because what they're doing, they're like the Air Force. They're out here. Uh, whenever Soros sends out, send out a rocket, we send the missile of liberty. Wherever liberty is being breached, CCDF, they send out a missile to, to shoot down that rocket. I don't care if it's dealing with our schools, anywhere liberty is being breached. And so what my organization is doing, we're coming in while they're the, they're the uh, Air Force. We are. The army, we're the boots on the ground. Okay. We're teaching the soldiers how to go door to door, how to engage, how to ignite America's passion for liberty. So we're the we're the army, they're the air force, and we work together to bring about an unstoppable liberty movement. Let's well, say this nation. There's great resources on this site, CC uh 
ccdfusa.com. That link is down below as well. If you're listening on Apple or Podbean or any of these places, every link mentioned, every book mentioned will be in the notes below so you can find those. Um, I'm going to get your course today and uh, get going on it. And we as a team here with Flyover Conservatives, we're going to go through that and uh, uh, do do that do that work in, in private so we can have better conversations in public. Thank you for what you've done to make that possible, to, to cut it all up and spoon feed us to make that possible. Thank you so much. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't. You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we have a real treat. Um, not very often, you know, do uh, you meet a, a real champion, um, somebody who's done something a little tougher than anyone that you've ever met, uh, and somebody I really enjoy being around. As a professional boxer, he was 36-2 and two with 34 knockouts, but I think his greatest career and greatest achievements are taking place outside of the ring right now. David Nino Rodriguez. Dude, thirty-seven and two. <laughs> oh. I gotta correct you. <laughs> hey, they all they all count. I'm gonna scratch that. <laughs> no, that, but I was thirty-six and zero before uh, before I lost. So I was uh, the you know top prospect out there for a while. So yeah, ranked one of the top uh, heavyweight fighters in the world. I don't think people have a context for that. I saw a picture the other day. My my older brother sent me, and somebody had kind of mocked up a picture of of LeBron James next to Mike Tyson. And it was like, it was, I could, the NBA actually tweeted it out again. Like this would be a good fight. And I'm like, yeah, right. you know, I think just because LeBron has a, you know, he's a good looking body. He's kind of built up. Like, I don't think people respect the, the tens of thousands of hours that Tyson spent doing a specific task. There's no way to compensate. For that. It's not like, it's not a bodybuilding contest or, Hey, this would be a good fight. I don't think there's any way to, to, to account for that kind of speed and quickness as a trained professional. It would not, it would not be a good fight. It'd be over in under 30 seconds. And uh, Tyson would just to destroy him. I would destroy him. I knocked out LeBron James' first cousin, Robert Davis, who was a big man. Uh, I knocked him out in the third round, and he was an actual boxer. So uh, <laughs> any of these guys, they could step in the ring. They're very, very sadly mistaken, and they'd get they'd get their ass handed to him. Um, and by the way, Tyson's old now. He's an old man. Uh, Holyfield's old. All these guys are they're old men. They're almost sixty. So it's not even fair to say that. Um, you know, but LeBron James doesn't have a, doesn't have a prayer, not against Tyson, not against me, not against any, well, he, he falls over 30, in basketball. 100, yeah. You just get destroyed. Well, and here's, here's the unique perspective that you have. And, and we've, you know, similar, you talk to the brightest minds in military intelligence, selection, uh-huh. fraud, people in that world, you, you, you talk to the, the brightest minds in the medical community, doctors, morticians, every, whoever is the best mind in that area you have. And you also have, have a strong connection in the prophetic community. You know, you talk to like Delore, you talk to different people. There, 
all of those are in play at the same time. It, but I can't find anything historically where things accidentally turned around, where people didn't engage, where people weren't involved, they weren't doing something. Everybody's always involved. You want to talk about Moses' story? You want to talk about any of them? They they were all surrounded around God partnering with people that showed up and did something that were engaged. And again, we're talking about a small number of Luciferians that have banded together. It's not about national borders anymore. We have just as much in common with Canada and Australia. They're all captured people. They have the World Economic Forum leaders, and they brag about it. The entire cabinet of Trudeau, Trudeau, his whole cabinet, go to New Zealand, go to Australia, go to Germany, go to France. You know, all the other The leadership is captured, but the people are waking up everywhere. You see them storming capitals and flipping tables. They're Jesus in the temple in every country in the world right now. It's just unfortunate that there's so many people distracted by, especially the youth, with Instagram and social media and followers, and they don't care about what's happening on the planet. They don't care what's happening to our country, and that's why they're winning. They keep controlling the youth minds. You know, you got people that are, I mean, just look. I mean, Dave, just look at how many people went out and got vaccinated. They didn't even have the the common sense, the spiritual awareness to know, like, this is not a good thing. And they did it anyway. I mean, it's... I- um, I, I'll be honest with you. There are people waking up, but I am in disbelief how stupefied, what a stupefied slumber people were in and didn't have the awareness to know better. It blows yeah. my mind. It, it, it but blows people, my mind. Like, dude, people, I can't even tell you that I have lost so much faith in the intellect of humanity. Like just, people are though waking up in, in waves. We'll see it like with the, you know, the reawaken events with, with Clay Clark and that we, we were, we were in Portland, Oregon <clears throat> a couple months ago. And I'm like, there were thousands of people that came out to an event and there was like we 50 Antifa people to trying to, point. we're at no. the point now that we're all going to have to suffer because of these people who couldn't wake up. Because they here's, had their here's a, we have to, now we're all going to suffer because of these people. And I don't have any tolerance for them. You know, Juan always says, oh, open your arms and, and embrace it. You know, the, we're going to have to show these people what I don't have tolerance. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it. But here's these the, here's liberals the, made my life miserable. But here's the here's the crowd, though. We talked to these these this older couple, self-described uh, hippies. There's like, there's like, we're at this event, conservative speakers. They're like, we've never been on board with any of this. We've been Democrats our whole life. We're hippies. But when they were going to force vaccinate our grandkids, all of a sudden, now we woke up. Like that's the thing. That's for one person. It's like a sweater that once it frays, it kind of it, it starts to fall apart. Let me let me play you one clip real quick and kind of get your take on this. Every time something like this happens, people wake up. Now they might have been jabbed. They might have got one booster. Maybe they got the first shot and stopped. But every time something happens, Deborah Burke gets a book. Every time something happens, a new wave of people wake up. Let me, let me just play this clip real quick. Not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. You're not going to get COVID if you have. These vaccinations. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So, people that have been. Yeah, they got. People are waking up. Now, but Biden, come on, let's be honest. I doubt Biden. Biden didn't get the real thing. I mean, I don't know if you ever got a real vaccine. I don't know if you ever got COVID. Oh, it, it doesn't uh, matter if you're still sitting there at home and you think you're going to make me get this thing so that I won't make my grandma die. And and yeah. it doesn't help. 
Deborah Burks is coming out in her book. She's like, hey, we were hiding numbers in there and all this kind of stuff. Like we knew then it wasn't going to protect against future transmissions. Like people are, are seeing that. And, and the ones, else in that vaccine, once they get it, once they get there, are PO'd. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's what it takes to wake those people. I was awake a lot longer than I, I knew. Look, I was viscerally sick when Obama won the election the first time because I knew what angle he was coming from. Mm-hmm. So I've been awake for a while. And then the fact that this is all culminating, it's climaxing now. It's a very exciting time to be alive. But I really don't have tolerance for people that I, I, I mean this. I really mean this. I do not talk to these people. I have a few liberals that come on my show that that are changing their heart or changing their ways. But um, and I let them come on. But I look at them just like. Like, like I laugh inside. I'm thinking to myself, wow, like you, you, you're as dead as a dinosaur's man. Like it's an extinct species. Like it's just that way of thinking is their detriment. That's, and, and to me, this is a whole, a spiritual war. You, it's a, it's a, the godly versus the godly, uh, the god, uh, godless. Yeah. It's godly versus the godless. And, and, and if you ask anybody, do you believe you can ask a liberal, do you think this is a spiritual world? Oh yes, it is. And okay, you okay. So what side are you? So you believe in abortion? Yes, I do. So what side are you on? What side is that? Because if this is a spiritual war and you believe it's a spiritual war, but yet you Man. believe in abortion, what side are you on then? What side is that? Tell me. You're not on the right side, right? So I mean, so th- th- that's another way you get to, you know, to me. This is um, it's godless versus the the godly and. And, and and I'm and I'm and and everyone knows I'm a screw up man. I've had my <laughs> run-ins with the law. I've done every drug on earth. I've drank my face off. I'm not a guy. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not sitting here saying I'm a role model by any means. I just a dude that's turned his life around the best. I'm still a. I'm still having a hard time with that. But it's like um, you know, and but I'm real, and I and I don't mm-hmm. want to be fake to people. I just want to be real and. And yeah, I'm dealing with my demons. I have a lot of them and I've named them, <laughs> but it's like, you know, that that's what it is. And I think that people can appreciate that coming from me because I'm not saying I'm any better than anybody. I'm not, I'm just trying to live my life and I just know what's right and wrong. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that resonates with people. Um, it's, it's funny. My wife's sister, uh, I don't think I've ever heard her say a swear word in our life. She watches huh. you every day. You know, oh, it, man, it's, it's, it's funny. I, I was like, I was probably your favorite. Well, I mean, David Rodriguez, clearly, you know, kind of thing. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I have a lot of people complain about that. I dropped the F-bomb too much and I, and I get it, but uh, I'm a passionate guy. It's gym talk. It's the way I was raised in the gym. I don't do that on interviews such as this. It, you know, it's, I, it's I, authentic I, and true. And that resonates because it's, it's so rare today to have somebody right. be, be who they really are. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't change it for anything because, uh, you know, they say you could a person that, what does they say? The person that cusses usually is the most honest. It's like the way I see it is I'm a passionate person. I love what I do. I brought all my tenacity in the ring. Um, and I bring it to my podcast too, because we don't have time. We just don't have time. People think we have time. We do not have time. It's, I don't have time to like, watch what I say and this and that I'm coming real and raw and in your face and I'm doing what I'm going to do. And that's it. And then, and then, hopefully, we get this turned around. But we don't have time. You know, I don't have time to edit. I don't have time, and that's true. I don't edit my, my any of my my footage. I I don't have time to edit. I don't have time to watch my language. Um, 
this we are in dire times and I got to put the information out there as fast as I can and be who I am. And I like that. Even if you're um, you do two things that are unique. Some people, they only have like their, their home, home crowd. Like you'll bring on somebody and be honest, like, you know, Hey, I'm not sure, you know, but let's, let's, let's do this. Let's put this out here. And you're willing to have a conversation and not know, and go through this discovery with your audience. Yeah, because my audience is the ultimate judge and jury. Me, I'm not. Uh, Me, I'm just bringing the information, and that's all I should do. Like, I just had the go. I just had a Mel Carmine on. People told me, "Don't bring him on. Don't bring that guy on." And I brought him on, and he's talking about Nasara Jasara and XRP. Look, I don't know anything about that stuff. I don't know anything about it. Um, And I find what, and I take nuggets from his conversation, and I store it away. And I think, okay, that's interesting. I may hold on to that. I eat the meat and throw away the bones. But then yeah. I had the ghost on yesterday talking about um, the, the Nasara Jasara and the, and the uh, American national is a complete psyop and people need to beware. And I, and that resonated with me as well. So there's parts of what Mel Carmine saying said that resonated with me. And then there's parts of what the ghost said resonated with me too. Now, who do I trust more? Probably the ghost. And I know his, he's got good Intel. So I, I, uh, I, um, I put both videos up for the audience to decide, you know, because I, I I don't know. And, I, and I'm the first to know. I, I, I'm the first to say it. I don't know. I'm not claiming I know really anything. These are just educated guesses. And we're all just guessing through this. Yeah. And being authentic in that, I think that's what people enjoy. More is caught than is taught often. You know, um, I look back on like people have the biggest influence on me. I probably noted at the time they were coaches and different people that, you know, in sports, different stuff that like, I thought I was learning how to, you know, play this sport better and come to find out I was actually learning how to be a better person. You know, you don't even realize it at the time. I think you rub off on people like that because you have this, this rare, um, you know, our, our, we, you know, all of these t-shirts, I think the Hodge twins have, and they say like, you know, we did not descend from fearful men. You know, I, you know, you look at our, our, our forefathers. I mean, they stormed the beaches of Normandy smoking, you know, non-filtered cigarettes and, and like just yeah. did what they had to do. That is still in us as a species, but it's getting dumbed down. We don't edify the right things. So we don't. We don't. We don't edify. We edify criminals, drug dealers. You know, rappers more than we do. You look at Jet Magazine, in their top 100 most influential people, they've never had Clarence Thomas. They've never had Ben, Carson. ben Carson. They've never had right. Thomas Sowell. You know, they have Jay Z. You know, they'll, they'll, they don't, we don't as a culture edify character, discipline you know, doing the right things. Um, I think that's, that's an issue. We had, we had some people celebrated at the white house today, and I want to wrap up with this and kind of get, get your take. We had a couple of, of athletes given one of the highest medals of honor that our country has for civilians. And, uh, uh, this happened just recently, but I'll get your, your, your take on this because sports used to be a place. I remember watching even with my dad and it was like, you see Larry bird diving out of bounds to get a ball. And it's like, man, that, that hustle, that's what we're talking about. When you have people that hate our country, they hate you, but they're celebrated as being great Americans. It's not only that we, it's not that we don't have great leaders in our, in our world is that we celebrate all the wrong things. We celebrate those who break down, who, who just destroy. We celebrate those things and look at them as heroes and uh, people that are doing the right stuff and actually accomplishing great things. We don't. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's a coddled generation. You know, you have a mental breakdown and you can't perform you're looked up to. Now, that wasn't the athletes I looked up to when I was growing up. Muhammad Ali, 
Mike Tyson, you went in the ring no matter what was plaguing you, what, what adversity you were facing. And that's why people looked up to you because you were able to face adversity and overcome it, not bow down to it and say, I'm, we, I can't do today. I'm, I'm having a mental breakdown. Please, uh, uh, we need to pay attention to this. I'm, 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 I need to be coddled and then get an award for it, get a medal for it. Nah, horseshit. No. Uh, you perform when you need to perform, and that's why people look up to you, and that's why you inspire people. That's why you're looked up to as almost like a, a superhero because you defy the odds. No matter what you have going on in your life, you get in there and you perform. Your dad died, too bad. You get in the ring and you fight. You know, like that girl, um, you know, that girl that um, had a broken ankle in the gymnastics. I, I think in, 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 uh, Miller, I can't remember her name. I guess uh, something Miller. I remember, I remember, I remember where landed. I was watching. Yeah. She landed that. She had a broken ankle and she landed it. She didn't need to be coddled. She didn't have a mental breakdown. What's happening right now is all part of the agenda, the, em the emasculation of men, emasculating of men, the transgender movement, the whole thing, yep. man, is all due to these people that are controlling the whole narrative, man. And they want to weaken society. And how are they doing it now? Infil they're infiltrating sports. I have a friend yep. that is a coach. For, a, for an NFL team, okay? And he's telling me that women are coming in as coaches into NFL, identifying as men. Man. And that players can't say anything, and if the players call each other names on the field, they're almost punished for it. There it is. Boom, look at this. Broken ankle. Breaks her ankle. I mean, come on, man. You know, and I, and I think this is a good note to end she on. She came because back from that. We'll watch it here. That's the benefit, though, of sports, because you see that and you think, they did this, I can do this. They did something hard. I could do something hard. That's the beautiful no, thing I, I about sports. Now that are, oh, I'm getting a medal because I showed weakness in my mind. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's a winner. That's a that's that's a true champion right there. And that's I, what I, you look up to. That's, that's what, what you look up to. That's what made our country great. Is people did hard things. You know, you is is is, is yeah. Well, what the kids now are going to go? Ooh, now I have a reason to just not go to practice. I have a reason to not compete because my mental state i i just can't coach i don't feel good you know what my coach would tell me tough it up yeah get your ass in there i don't want to hear that shit i had about a trainer that used to throw water bottles at me when i was getting hit with too many right hands all of a sudden i'd feel a bing hit my headgear he was throwing water bottles at me cussing at me because i wasn't keeping my right hand right hand up high enough or my left hand high enough that's how you learn and I'm sick of this, man. I'm sick of these these athletes that are just showing weakness as like a strength. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And 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 I come from a, you know, I've won six. I, I've won six championship belts. And and this what I'm seeing happening right now is is nothing more than it's 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 coddling and it's it's not a champion mindset and it's nothing to look up to. Nothing to look up well, to. It's weakness and weakness we honor it with medals. What's that? It's it's weakness and we honor it with medals and, and we celebrate it. I think what we need as a country, regardless of, of titles and what happens with the rest of the world, we need, need this message. We, <laughs> we need this message. And this is what I, I just want to end with this, Dave. You're doing a better service for our country. It's not what people are hearing from you. And it's not even what they're learning. It, it it's, it's what you model. And it's contagious. Courage is contagious. Telling the truth is contagious. You edify the right things on your show and you walking out your sobriety. You walking out these things in, in, in real time. 
that resonates in people. You're you're uh, uh, getting up every day doing hard things, hard things emotionally, hard things spiritually, hard things physically, and that's what we need more of. I just want to personally just thank you for that because my son watches you. We got all kinds of people that that, that watch you, and that's an influence in a world of weak men, in a world where strong men are vilified. You're a good one. Where are your hard-earned dollars going? Are they going to fund the deep state or are they going to fund the kingdom? And you know where you stand with a guy like Mike Liddell and MyPillow.com. And not only is he a great guy and he supports great causes, he makes the best products in the he world does, with in his categories. Yeah, 10-year warranties on their products. My favorite product when you go to MyPillow.com and you put the promo code FLYOVER right at the top, you get up to 66% off. Right now, they're running a special on the slippers. They are my very favorite. I know I've talked about it many times, but these slippers are absolutely amazing. It is like she doesn't a leave the house without them hardly for your feet. In fact, a lot of times I'll put them in my purse. So if I'm wearing heels or something and my feet start hurting, I'll put on my slippers. They have this great bottom on them too, uh, that makes it really nice, and that they're not going to get ruined when you do go outside. And you know what? Every time you spend a dollar, you're voting. You're voting in a big way. Let's support Mike Lindell. He's supporting you. He's supporting our country. Let's support him. You know, I am so honored to be able to partner with Mike Lindell. I mean, truly, he is a true patriot. He, he fits the theme of tonight's show. He really does. He's somebody that was a businessman that just decided, I'm going to wake up, speak up, and show up and make a difference in our country. And, and it's truly an honor to be able to partner with him. And he generously, you know, partners with us. He is what helps shows like this work. If you mm-hmm. see his name mentioned, you're like, oh, man, somebody's talking about my pillow against it. But you know why? Because he is committed to being more than generous enough to help make things like this happen. And he also puts out great products. I don't know if you've ever read his book or not, but, you know, like this is the Mike you know now. It's kind of That's kind of Mike when he's a mess, struggling yep. with addiction. You know, there's happy Mike, born again, saved Mike, <laughs> spirit-filled Mike, not, you know, there's full of spirits, there's spirit-filled. True. <laughs> um, but but perfect example, like David Rodriguez, like, yep. be, like doing something and then like, hey, I've got to go all in on saving That's this right. country. So does incredible products, employs American workers, and uh, we're, thank- book. we're thankful that he makes this available. So anyway, I do suggest his book, less than $10. You can buy this book. It's got the cool hologram. Go to and- mypillow.com forward slash flyover. When you use promo code flyover, you can get the book for, I think it's like nine, almost $10. So what a great deal. Get a discount. Use promo code flyover on everything that you buy at mypillow.com. They run a special on sheets. They do flash sales all the time. If you've been there in the past, Go there now and check it out. You may want some slippers or some summer sandals or or whatever. But uh, mattresses are fifty percent off. Unbelievable. Might need a mattress. Maybe your dog needs a mattress. You That's know, right. or, Those or are a, great too. Or a really a classy flag pillow. You never know. <laughs> that is exactly. He needs something. Right. But but he's an incredible guy. We're proud to be partnered with him. And the theme of tonight's show is people stepping up, That's waking right. up, speaking up, and showing up. And he definitely does that. Speaking of that. David Rodriguez interview went on for almost an hour. If you liked what you saw there, you like the full thing. It's uh full of, it's it's power punched, yes. impact, full of great stuff. Love that guy. Uh man, he is definitely a great guy. We are so honored that you are with us tonight. We know that you are doing things all across this country. You are speaking up and showing up as well. So we bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. We bless you to wake up, speak up and show up. Thanks guys. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Hey.